0: Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. I'm Jeanette, your host. It's February. It's the month of love or self-love. I, I would like to say that. Um, I have two incredible guests with me today. Chloe, thank you so much for being on Hashtag Single with me. Thank you for having me. And our voice of the patriarchy today is Stephen. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen said he's he's very uncomfortable about representing the patriarchy. And I said, too bad. That's, <laughs> that's that's what it is. That's what it is. That's yeah. You are the you are part of the patriarchy, um, but no. I, as I reminded you, and as I've m- reminded many guests in the past, you do not have to represent all mankind with your opinions. That is a legal disclaimer for anything you are about to say. Uh, opinions are Stevens and Stevens only. <laughs> as are mine. As right. are Chloe's. Cool. So, Steven, you know the rules. So you're. <laughs> You're going to sit back and and listen, and then uh, at some point, we will invite you to join the conversation and, and hear all of your opinions and feedback and perspective of everything that's come up with me and Chloe. So great. Thanks for being here. Chloe. Yes. <laughs> You're single.
1: Yeah. The rumor it's, has it. That is the fact.
0: <laughs> that is, that is what has to happen for being on here. Yeah. That that you can be dating as a verb on hashtag single, but you have to be single to be on the show.
1: I'm not even dating. Girl,
0: tell me everything. <laughs> What's going on with you? What's um, happening? I would
1: say in the romantic area, nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. You're not alone in that. I'm like, is
0: I love that you're like not sure. No, is there anything no. going on in my life? Like, wait, no,
1: no. Okay, um, I did download Tinder for the first time in my life. Bra-
0: first Bravo. dating
1: app I've ever downloaded. Okay, which Hi, I resisted. Why did you choose Tinder though? Mm, well, I was at my friend's wedding, which was on New Year's Eve, and I think I was just like. It, I was like, new "Did you tell me at the wedding?" Decade. Oh no, 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 oh, okay.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no! I was that like, "That would my be hotel a good story." <laughs> You're like, "This is so boring." I've, I'm
1: going to go on Tinder. <laughs> I think. I mean, I think. Well, all right, we're just diving right in. Yes, that's how we do here. Yeah. So up until last year, I'd only dated men, but I always kind of knew I was queer, but was very afraid to be queer. Mm. And last year was the first time I let myself date a woman. So I think. Incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. So I think that has, it's almost like I feel like, not You're that starting I've regressed, over. but yeah, like yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm 14 again. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> you know? No In one ever wants way. to go back No, there. definitely not. And I'm not because obviously I have, I'm an adult. But do, is there a part of you that feels like you have to learn the
0: rules all over again? Kind of. And do you feel like it's a different set of roles than from
1: dating men? Uh, yeah. How so? Um, well, it's different. There's It's different for many reasons. One, which is like I, I think people mm, – in New York it's different. I think people are much more aware of sexuality and gender than other places. Yeah, true. But I think for the majority – because I'm a femme-presenting person, people I think probably – Assume I'm straight. Mm-hmm. I don't like give up give off an obviously like queer vibe sure. from like a cool haircut or something. <laughs> you know? Um <laughs> like a Brooklyn hipster. Yeah, kind like of I'm like just like not butch. On the so, Yeah. Um so I think like I have to tell people. I can't just like walk into a room and just assume that the person I'm talking to is gonna be interested as well. Yeah whereas with men I find it quite obvious <laughs> when they're interested or they're easier I don't know I'm just like easier to read yeah or something hmm. I think or maybe that's just because I've only let myself be aware of men or focus on men as a as a romantic it might also be I'm just curious about this but I'm just wondering is that part of our socialization,
0: right? As oh, yeah. As I like mean, we – there's always uh, sort of an assumption that there's an undercurrent when you're speaking to men that there might be a sexual yes. interaction
1: with that. Totally. And I think – I mean, I kind of think that I think a lot more people are queer than they, than they realize. I think I'm a big believer of sexuality is fluid and it's on a spectrum mm-hmm. and I think society conditions us – from a young age, to focus on the opposite gender. Ooh, yeah, totally. And I think there's a lot of people who may be attracted to the opposite gender or to their own or to a non-binary gender, but because they are attracted to that, tra- you know, what we've been taught is the traditional attraction and that they are attracted to them, it's kind of easier to stick in that lane, hmm. do the society- like a socially acceptable, easier thing to do. right. Or what has been traditionally the easier, more accepted thing to do? Sure, um, which I don't blame them for at all. Right. I think it
0: takes it takes a lot of effort to rewire your mindset. Yes. Or at some point, you know, and obviously I'm not gay, so I haven't had this experience. But right. from what I've heard from people, is that that point right around 14 years old, yeah. that th- people are starting to think, maybe I might be gay. Yes. And it, there is a collision of trying to almost come to terms with who I thought I was, with who I might actually be. Yeah. And that is almost like a shifting of gears of like, Ugh, no, yeah. I'm, I am I I thought I was this, but I'm going to go this way. And I feel like that might be the source of the tension in totally. coming out is like, yeah, the it's like going, you're fighting a a system, you're, you're swimming upstream.
1: Yeah. And I think I really conditioned myself to focus on men. Mm. And I, um, so, and I really pushed down that, like, that curiosity Hmm. for so long. (laughs) And so... I think because I finally, I mean, the way it happened was very organic. I was at a party and there was a girl there and she just was clearly hitting on me and I went with it because I'd been in therapy for a while and I talked about it. So I felt open to. You're like, this is a gift. Yeah. I was like, I was at a <laughs> point this where I was, is a yeah, gift yeah, yeah, I was at a point me. where I, I actually, I've thought about it a lot and I'm like, I don't know if she would have hit on me if I hadn't myself been at a place where I felt comfortable with it. Because what I, I was projecting was openness and temptation yeah. as well, whereas probably when I was younger... You might have shut it down. I would have been like, I will be a robot to you, <laughs> you know, because I won't even like let this be a possibility. Yes. Um, so I think like, yeah, it happened very organically, you know, it was like at the end of a party, like the way, any, you know, can I get your number? Yeah, yeah. okay, you know. and then Well, that's so cute. Kind of a thing. It was super exciting and fun. It didn't end great, but... Um, <laughs> But I think because it opened up this new, no, it's kind of it, huge. Yeah, it was a big thing, and I was like, "Cool, I'm finally letting myself be more myself." But I also feel, and I know I shouldn't feel this way, but I almost feel a bit behind. In that, I'm like, I'm like, 20, you lost time. Kind of. I mean, part of me, I think it happened when it, it happened when it happened. Exactly. And that's fine. Exactly. Um, but I'm 29. And not that that's old, but I feel like of the queer people I know, most of them kind of started figuring it out. Not figuring it out. I think I knew, but I just let themselves explore it earlier. Mm. That's also a generalization. There's plenty of examples of that not being the case. Um, But I I, I understand what you're trying to say is like, if you felt like you weren't
0: being true to yourself for several years, even if that was just yeah. like three or four years. It was like fifteen. You could, you could but yeah. feel like, okay, that's like that's <laughs> Yeah I could see why you would feel like you were behind. It's like yeah. a, and think about how but, much you you like grow into your
1: sexuality in your twenties. Oh my gosh. Like God. you were yeah. you were discovering sexuality with the wrong people. Yeah. I mean and I will say I don't I don't identify as gay. Well, gay in like a broader term, but I don't identify as a lesbian. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I would say I actually am having like trouble deciding. Let's how not I label want it. Uh, yeah, good. labeling annoys me sometimes. You're... But I would say I'm fluid. I'm yeah, queer. That's great. So it's not that I'm like, men get away forever. <laughs> I will never look at you again. But I think right now I'm just feeling much more interested in exploring dating women, non-binary folks that I just never let myself date. So I think with Tinder, <laughs> going back. <laughs> a very long tangent. I think with Tinder, I was like, "Well, it's an easy way to just like quickly meet people, and it's not even for the goal of finding like my one true love." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, to be like honest, I think it's just I want to have sex. You're just exploring. With, yeah, yeah. With
0: does Tinder have? have do they make you? I know. Okay, Cupid does this. They have like like ten options of you can choose like. Trans woman, transgender, gender queer, gender fluid. No. They I don't mean, have for any your else. own
1: identity? Yeah, like oh, when you're yes. saying,
0: like, instead of just man-seeking woman or whatever, they had, yeah. like, ten mm-hmm. identities you can choose. It's
1: not that. It's really... I don't... Yeah, I shouldn't be on that app. <laughs> it's a load of garbage. This is why I asked but you. I fucking <laughs> I <know>. hate Tinder. <laughs> it's, I hate it it's to the so end bad. Of It's so bad. And it doesn't... All it does... There, there's no rhyme or reason there's to the no people that they give you. It's just 100% <laughs> random, and you have to scroll through, like, 100 people to get to one where you're like, well, you're better than the last 100. So. Well,
0: and I particularly, like, anyone who's listened to the podcast, I've talked about yeah. several dates that were just
1: completely
0: trashy. From Tinder. They were all from Tinder. Yeah. Like, I, I – when I hit my third really exceptionally Bad. low bar date, <laughs> I was like, I'm done with I'm this done. app. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. It was it was two Cokeheads and then the, oh. the strawberry field story. Oh. oh. You'll have to go back and listen to it. I will go back. I will not poison the ears of people to tell them that story again. Wow. But when I say Strawberry Field story, if you've listened to prior episodes, you'll know what the hell that I'm is. I'm so excited to go um, back. I will send you the link. It's, it's tragic. It's one of the reasons I have a podcast, you guys. because yes. And eventually people were like, there's too many of these stories, Jeanette. This is this <laughs> they gotta go somewhere. <laughs> there is a problem. Yes, there is a problem happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that's why I, I just ha- I personally have a bias against gender. I that's do. T- I do too. Honestly,
1: I it, I resisted it for so many years. I don't know what made me. Do- I think I was just like I. W- the wedding was in this very um, traditional uh, New England town. Mm-hmm. So I think I also felt a bit like rebellious. Square. Can I swear? Can I swear? I think so. Okay. No great. one's shut me down your before. Podcast. I don't know where I
0: think I am on like morning We're on television. NPR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, please, I think, little uh, ones are listening to exactly. Hashtag Single, I'm about to please swear. cover their ears. Yeah.
1: Um, I think I was just like, fuck heteronormativity. I'm going to like,
0: <laughs> I think I was just I like- I feel that way at weddings yeah. and I'm hetero. Yeah. I'm totally. At, I, get I, at, I get angry when I'm at weddings. Yeah, like, me too. i everything <laughs> about this makes me want to like- <laughs> Me too. Like I, just dry heave. Oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother – I have a lot of friends getting married right now, and a lot of my, like, old friends are very straight. So in many ways, I feel like I'm quite – we're on very different paths in terms of, like, our romantic lives and our sexuality and more and more are diverging Diverging. and feeling like I don't relate – I'm feeling that a little bit too, just because my friends from high school
0: have followed a very traditional path. Mine too. And uh, I think partially a lot of that has to do with the fact that I went into the entertainment industry. Me too. (laughs) Like a creative field. (laughs) And like our lives are just incomparable to people that have a standard corporate nine to five like sort of – Shall I dare say predictable life? Right, where you sort of that the check the that ladder that everyone talks about. Like mm-hmm. you're like got the boyfriend, got the ring, exactly. wedding, job promotion, kid, yeah. second kid. Like I could see them following that right.
1: trajectory, and I'm all okay. Well, I'm my life is a like a squiggly line. <laughs> I feel the same way, and you know, there's not, obviously there's nothing wrong with following no. that path if that's what makes you feel full and happy. Um, and it's not to say I wouldn't ever want those things. I'm very, very not sure about children. Um, I would, I would probably get married, but I, yeah, they're all kind of doing the very traditional of like getting engaged. I've gone to so many bachelorette parties and so many weddings, and just so in the very traditional sphere. And can I also ask you, are they, are they New Yorkers? Are they living in New no. York? Mm-hmm. No. And it's actually, okay, so I was just in Philadelphia this past weekend for a friend's 30th birthday party. Um, and I used to live there in Philly. Mm-hmm. And all of those friends are doing a more traditional route. They're not in the arts, They're and which is fine. But they're doing their own jobs and they're doing, you know, marriage and buying houses and yeah. probably having kids soon. Whereas I, and when I go there, I always get a bit triggered by all of it. Even though I'm – I don't necessarily actually want it, mm. but I th- – Wait, trigger, I get, triggered in a negative way or triggered in like a positive in way? In a negative way. It almost makes me feel like because I'm surrounded by all of these people who are doing all the same thing and that's sometimes can be the conversation yeah. is about all of these things that they're all doing that I'm not doing, it makes me start to give in to that. Look, oh, to that are the things that I should be doing with yeah, my life? Yeah, it, it makes me give in to that very – Um, traditional thing that society tends to put upon Mm -hmm. us. Um, Even though when I'm in New York, all of the friends I've made, even if they're in partnerships for whatever reason, it doesn't feel like it dominates our relationship. It doesn't. And I think that might just be because of New York. Yeah, I think this is something that comes up a lot. And we talk about, like,
0: this podcast is specifically about dating in New York. It happens because I'm here because I'm dating in New York. Um, But because I think dating in New York is is very – different <laughs> yeah i'm mean, I just thinking of a like a, it's it's loaded you yes, know what i mean there's yes. there's so many intricacies to it yeah and the best i've been able to come up to with with um people on, on on the podcast as guests is that we don't come to new york in order to find a partner that's not the number one goal 100 and so if so everyone even the three of us sitting at this table yeah. um, like i would say you know my number one goal is um in film and in theater, yeah, and you too, and and yeah. I mean the three of us honestly, uh, yeah. right? All like, so if that's, that's our number one, and I'm like, no, like that is what I want yeah. with my life, and finding a relationship is secondary. Then you have an entire city, and this is a huge generalization, <laughs> but really, you have an entire city of single people who uh, are not prioritizing romantic relationships. At all. So if none of us are prioritizing, that's why we're
1: not fucking dating because right. people are
0: like, well, I'm busy this weekend, so whatever.
1: You know what exactly. I mean? Like, I mean. I feel so busy all the time that I'm like, how would I even date anybody? I feel like I've started conversations <laughs> that I have have like dropped the ball
0: on. And then yeah. there's conversations that people just have dropped the ball on me. And yeah. I'm all, nah, whatever. Yeah. I, I got you to do this weekend anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, oh, uh, should I care more about this? Right. Like, Should this be bothering me that we're not actually meeting? I don't yeah,
1: know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's such a good point, though, that you made about how we all move here. We don't move here to find love. Right. Why to would you? That'd be insane. That's insane. It's too expensive. And yeah, I moved here for <laughs> film. Like I moved here for career. Yeah. That's why I moved here. And yeah. right now and for majority of my adult life that has been that's the priority, your priority. Yeah. By far. Yeah. I mean, granted, it happens to be
0: that a lot of my guests work in the entertainment industry because, <laughs> because I of do. the circles you're Right. right. Yeah. So we're we're totally. seeing a very <laughs> Very limited demographic of people here. It's so true. If and you're single and you work in finance, I would love to have you on the podcast. Please come on the
1: podcast. Let's no. talk it out. I, um, I do have a couple friends in New York that are not – I have actually – no, I have a few friends in New York that are not in entertainment. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. They're actually mostly coupled up. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, they I are. do too, but I will say like
0: thinking of them sort of generally, um, I felt like – their priorities. I'm thinking specifically about two guy friends I have right now. Yeah. Um, has been their job. Yes. And then once they felt really good in the job, then they, then they got serious about finding a mate. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think that, that really you know, you don't you come to New York for very specific, I think, sort of life reasons. Totally. And yeah. our number one isn't always about getting a partner.
1: No. Which is funny because when I was in my probably like mid-20s. I was in a long-term relationship until I was about like 23. And then that ended. And I would say mid-20s-ish, I was very upset about being single. Like Mm. I was very focused on it all the time. I also didn't live in New York yet. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) I think I was also less clear about career, what I wanted to be doing. Um, And for some reason in the past few, I don't know, when I first moved to New York, maybe I was sad about it. But I think that actually was just loneliness And I translated it to being I need a romantic partner. But now I have more friends than I actually I can handle. Like I'm like I can't I can't have any more friends. I don't have the time for any more. (laughs) Wow. Um, She's booked, you guys. Yeah, I'm booked. So if you want any applicants, hang out. Let me know now for one month in advance. (laughs) She has a waiting list Um, for 2021. (laughs) But I don't feel lonely. I have all these friendships that I genuinely enjoy. Yeah, and people I genuinely enjoy. So I don't feel that like aching loneliness anymore. Not to say I wouldn't welcome a romantic relationship, but I don't I don't find myself thinking about it actually mm. all the time. Despite you, the fact that I think I don't you bring a a up a good point.
0: I think about the times that I tend to reach for my app. Yeah. Zuh. Um, <laughs> Zuh. well, I'm just using one right now, but like the times that I reach for the the phone to check the apps yeah. are in Times of loneliness.
1: For sure. Which is like when we reach for our phone all the time. True
0: story. Good <laughs> anything. Point.
1: Yes. But I'm yeah. like, it's always
0: like when I find myself, it's Friday night and I'm on the couch and I'm like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I should be on a date. Right. All right. Yeah. Whereas if I had had plans with friends, that thought would never have crossed my mind. Right. It's like, exactly. I'm, I want to be yeah. dating to fill an emptiness in my life which is not necessarily healthy
1: yeah I mean yeah I was, <laughs> no no I okay, was we, just, we all just got really sad for us <laughs> and we were like oh no it's funny I was <laughs> just at therapy before I came here and I was talking to my therapist this about, is therapy what are you talking about no it feels like I'm just continuing therapy, <laughs> this is my actually. therapy um <laughs> so I was actually I brought this up with my therapist, which was that I was talking to a friend who lives in New York. Mm-hmm. She is not in the arts. She actually she actually moved to New York for her boyfriend. So did move for love. Mm. Um, but they were all, already together, and she followed him here. Um, and I was telling her about how I downloaded Tinder, and she said, and she truly is a lovely person, and I know she didn't, I don't think she understood what this sounded like, but she was like, Chloe, I feel like this is... I feel like this is the year you're going to meet someone, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I probably will meet someone. Yeah, you probably will. I've met someone every year, but I think her implication was, or the way it felt was like, um, you are missing something. Yep,
0: and has come up several, several times when we talked about this podcast. Yeah. being being single is not a state that needs to have a, an end need, to it
1: or oh, that needs to be fixed exactly which it's treated that way it oftentimes is. Yeah. or like i mean i could go on forever like my cousin's wife who is a very like loud gregarious person she once said to, like she was like oh we need to find you a man also she doesn't know about <laughs> like, my do we? orientation <laughs> so i was like maybe That's i don't know definitely what i don't I need. i <laughs> don't know uh <laughs> But it's just like, yeah, this this assumption that if you're single, you're sad. Mm-hmm. If you're single, you're missing something. Yep. And if you're single, you want to be partnered. Yes. Which I think I also, I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I kind of debate with myself a lot of... How much am I fine being single? Which I genuinely am. I don't go to bed every night like crying into my pillow. Truly, yeah. I'm like, thank God I can share this queen bed only with myself.
0: Uh, not for nothing. That's
1: like <laughs> the best. Feeling. But, um, <laughs> but I also recognize that, like, how much of a how much armor have I put up upon myself yeah. to be fine with it? Because to convince yourself that you don't need anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Which it's like I've been in love before. It's nice. Like, I get it. It's also very traumatic. It's also, yeah. And I think a lot of my personal, like, emotional trauma has come from romantic relationships. Yeah. And also, just because you're in a relationship does not mean your life is happy or perfect. Yes. There's so much complication that comes with being in a relationship, and it's not simple. One of my favorite things to do when I'm out to dinner with girlfriends
0: <laughs> is we look around to see who's on like the worst couple date. <laughs> there's, there's always that couple, both of them are on their phones and, and there's just talking.
1: silence between them. It's horrible.
0: And we look and we're like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. who's got the better life now, bitch? Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I will be single for the rest of my life if that's the alternative. Yeah. Kill
1: me. Kill me I if I'm going to that. dinner. I know. And we're so annoyed at each other that we both go on Instagram at the same I know. time. I know. It's so sad. I used to wait tables for many, many years, and I would play that game. I would play many games about couples of being like, oh, "This is clearly it's new. They're on the fourth date, mm. or like it's the first date, or like they've been together for fifteen years and they don't care. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're, they're t- born anymore. each other." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: What else is um, on your mind? anything because you said you you had lots to talk about so what else has has been I don't want to say bothering you and assume the negative but anything any thoughts you've had around dating any obstacles frustrations
1: I mean I will notice. I mean I think I feel frustrated sometimes by how much these like societal messages have gone into my own head Mm -hmm. of like so I'm turning 30 in March you mean the patriarchy the patriarchy the patriarchy the patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I Oh, the lights flickered. Did you guys feel that? <laughs> A draft. <laughs> um I yeah, I mean also just like I'm turning 30 in March, which feels that brings up feelings for me beyond dating, but also just being aware of where it as humans it's very hard to not compare yourself to other people. Yeah. I hope I'm not alone in that. You're not. Um So I I do find myself comparing myself to other friends at my own age. And I I think I have like one other friend that's single that's 30. Everyone else – but again, all of those friends are not living in New York for the most part, but everyone's getting married, settling down. Already? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes.
0: I'm 10 years older (laughs) than you, and I feel like that's so early to be doing that. Yeah.
1: But I think because I've been surrounded by – also, this group of friends – that are all now getting married, they've all been with their partners for, like, five years. Oof. Like, they all got together in their mid-20s. I was not ready so to go to think, anybody in my so, 20s. Which would makes sense why I felt so bad in my mid-20s, because I was surrounded by this group of people that were all finding, like, the person they were spending their life with, and I wasn't. I'm still not, which is fine, but it makes – it kind of makes you question, like, am I uh, – Am I doing it right? Or, like, mm-hmm. am I – should I be following that path? Which I know it doesn't matter. You can do whatever the heck you want, and there's no timeline on it. But it does feel – I don't know. I mean, it's hard it really, to not compare it timelines. It's
0: like – The subtlety and the subtext of those messages that have been fed to us throughout our lives, not in really, like, a strong verbal way, like, specifically taught from your parents, but, like, even just watching commercials, like, watching film, the messages that we receive on a constant basis of, like, where you as a proper model of society and member of society are, quote, unquote, supposed to be at in your life at some point or what you're supposed to look like at a certain age. Sure. Like, you can't – it's – to undo it would be insane. Like, right. there's things that we're not even realizing are in play right now. Yeah. And you're, like, trying to rewrite your path and
1: your life. Yeah. And deliberately. It, yes. <laughs> and it's hard sometimes when you're surrounded by people who don't – or who have a more – who have a mindset that lines up with a broader yeah. mindset in society. Um,
0: I think there's also something <clears> – <throat> when you're talking about being 30, this yeah. made me think of um, – a uh, former episode we had with my friend Diane. Mm-hmm. Um, she was turning thirty, and the same year decided to come out to her parents as pansexual. Sure. And so there was a lot of confluence of like Ugh. identity oh, of the identity, like the identity of ch- of turning thirty. I'm yeah. an adult woman. Yeah. Changing your perceived identity to your parents. Yes. And also just like trying to oh, explain yeah. what pansexuality was. Yeah. At all. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if there's something about that coming of age time. Yeah. Kind of, where you really are coming into an ownership of who you are. Right. There's there's a lot of strife around that. So I I, totally. I understand what you're feeling.
1: Yeah. I mean and also Yeah. Well, I was just thinking. Yeah, because I've done the whole coming out to my parents thing, which was hard. So did they did they respond positively? Mostly. Yeah. With their questions? Will, <laughs> what, yeah. Did they say what is a pansexual? I didn't say <laughs> I didn't use any I, I actually told them. By saying I was dating a woman. Okay. I I think I always was just like, I will tell them when there's something to tell. Yeah. Because I think I felt so unsure about it even though I knew well it's also but it's I smart because you're scared. just
0: you're just giving the information and then letting them make the assumption around it so let totally. it, instead of you coming out and saying like I am bisexual or I, yeah. I am queer you're it's just so, like I'm me but
1: I'm dating woman exactly I think I'm you just know. in general I'm not very good at commitment so I didn't want like, like, to like commit to identity <laughs> and then and then be like wait 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 wait, wait. um Yeah. The other thing I was thinking about,
0: um, I'm reading – I'm really excited. I have a a guest expert for the month of February Mm. um, who is – Writing a book about sexual self awareness. She's not writing a book; she wrote the book. Okay. And I'm going to talk to her next week. That and so I'm reading her book right now. Great. I'm really excited about it. And she's talking about how uh, sexuality is actually made up of. I don't know why I'm talking about this before the podcast episode comes out, but it's in my brain. You're I might, I one. might edit this out. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's about sexuality is like made up of uh, m- about seven components, like more components than we think about. And sure. two of those, one of them is sexual attraction, and one of them is emotional attraction. Yeah. And that was the first. Time that I was like, oh my god, I'm so not emotionally attracted to men. <laughs> like, I just had the thought where I was like, men fucking drive me bananas. Yeah. Like, they piss me off, they make me cranky, but I'm very sexually attracted to men. Right. So, I was like, well, that I totally understand how pe- people could be on that like sexual fluidity because for sure you're emotionally attracted to one quality, but sexually attracted to another quality.
1: Yeah. I mean, I generally find I'm emotionally attracted to someone. The sexual attraction doesn't come unless I'm emotionally attracted to them. Also that, like, it's so, it's yeah. so intricate. It's quite rare that I look at a person, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, like, I Don't I even just talk not, to me, I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like. <laughs> no words need to be yeah, spoken. Like, usually if you open your mouth and you're a dum-dum, I'm going to be <laughs> like, like ew, oh, ew. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that work is not working, is working for you. That is not working. disservice. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, no, that's I mean, true, but like how, that's what she's saying. Like these, eight, yeah, these sure. eight elements are actually, it's so much more involved than just being yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm sexually attracted to this. Yeah. There's all these elements. Right, it's elements.
1: so, yeah. And I have a, a good friend who's queer and, and she, for a long, she always says, you know, who your partner is does not define your sexuality, which is true. Yeah. Just because you're dating some person of some gender does not mean that is the person, the type of gender you're always attracted to. Totally. But we have a tendency to assume that. Yeah, you know, like if we see two women together, we're like, they're lesbians. But like well, they're not adapting. I will say it's able. like it's
0: just in the recent years that we've even like had the words to describe Sure. Um, the possibility that sexuality is not just not binary. Yeah. <clears throat> and not <clears throat> just not. sexuality, but also gender in general. Totally. Like this is sort of it's not a new concept.
1: It, it's not. It's, it's uh been around.
0: F- Yeah. What's a word that I want to use? It's a new language yes. for our culture. So yeah. everyone's trying yeah. to navigate it a little bit.
1: Yeah. So I think me being sing- – I think it's just I am I'm figuring out so much personally that the ad- idea of like da- dating one person exclusively or the goal is to find a part – like a serious partner doesn't feel where I – what I'm interested at the moment, anyway, Good. because I feel like I'm f- newly exploring a part of myself. Yeah. But again, going back to the whole friends thing, I do find it—it it can be challenging to be like I have this group of friends that are all very straight and getting married, whereas I'm like single and being like sexual fluidity. You you have to you find, know, find it's your community. A very, yeah, so it find it can be isolating. Yeah with those types of people as loving as they are and as accepting as they are they yeah, you can't have, actually you have to find relate. a new community
0: of people that exactly. that are on the same page and understand totally. your lifestyle they're yeah. they're new yorkers in yeah. the entertainment industry you'll find us oh yeah
1: no i've i've found them <laughs> they're here in new york they're just yeah. not elsewhere <laughs> Or at least in my life yeah we don't need those other yeah, people yeah yeah But again, it's like my friend who was like, oh, I feel like this is the year you're going to meet someone is like, well, that's also presumptuous that that's what I want. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) I
0: I would. Yeah. I'm glad that person did not say that to me
1: because I would have just launched in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I find it. Yeah. Which I do feel. I don't know how you feel, but I do feel people generally kind of subtly imply that. All the time, all the time, yeah. Which is infuriating,
0: yeah. I know it, it doesn't come from a malicious place. No, like they always not say, at all. "No, I, I just want to see you happy. I just want to see what's best for you." And then I'm like, "But, but I is- am happy right now. So why are you? You know what I right. mean? Like, there's, I just, like, I, so I much just room. Room. yeah. Thank you for saying that. That's really nice." Of- Anyway, how, how are, are you? you? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like right. It's like I have such a trigger response to totally. anything around that. Yes. Um, my parents have literally just stopped asking me about dating. Good. <laughs> <I will laughs> like it say, never comes up I, whatsoever. I
1: will give my parents a lot of credit that they never, they've never actually asked me about dating unless I bring it up. And they've never pressured me into – We're
0: lucky, I'm,
1: I think. No, I'm very lucky. Yeah. Because I think a lot of – I think there are plenty of parents that would – be like, you're turning 30.
0: Yeah. Where's the... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And even more so. When you turn 40. Uh-oh. Scary, <laughs> I know. It happens. Yes. Um, shall we turn over to Stephen? Hi. Stephen. Hello. Welcome to the conversation. Thank I'm you. I'd love to hear anything that came up for you while you were listening. Any thoughts? Any personal experiences? Oh,
2: I mean, like so many. I mean, first of all, when you first mentioned about Tinder, I was like... Why are you doing no, it? No, I know. Why are you doing I'm not. Like...
1: I, can I just clarify? <laughs> I'm not doing it. We're gonna serious. get serious. I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not doing it in a serious, sure, way at all. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just want
1: you to know I have my own best interest at heart okay, as well. Okay, <laughs>
2: Because I've met
1: no one. I've not like... met anyone.
2: Well, when prison. I first came to New York, I've been here for like ten months, nearly a year or so. So when I first came here, I was like, I'm very much. I just come out of a relationship. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna. You know, if I start dating again, I do, just want to p- meet people naturally. That lasted about three mm-hmm. weeks.
1: That's what I would prefer to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then
2: I went on all of the apps, sure. the good and the bad ones, and met, like, just, cr- just cra- like, crazy. And I feel like when you get New York, which is crazy, and you get the apps, which is crazy, you're just, you're just, like, ah. And then I came off them again. Okay. Um, but then met someone really randomly. Oh. So. From an
0: app or, like, in real no, life? I'm in real life. Wow. It's like, a nice what feeling.
2: But bizarrely, <laughs> like the story's crazy. So we met at the end of a wild, we were both having kind of wild nights where we didn't expect to meet anyone. Okay. Uh, we ended up chatting shit to each other for a couple of hours because we were really hammered. I thought he was Irish then left because I was like really... Ham- was so- he
0: Australian? What? Was he Irish? I mean, <laughs> I speak from
2: Australian all the time. But, so, this is really weird. Right. I leave this, this, this club really abruptly because I'm like, I'm too fucked. Have to you go. had
0: an Irish exit? Yeah, I had an Irish oh. exit.
2: But then but then, right? But then I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That guy's really cool. You should go back and get his number. <gasps> oh my God, so, so cute. So like, I'm walking back in and I'm like, you, come here. I need to talk to you outside. And then we get outside oh. and I hear his accent. And I'm like, where are you from? And he's like, England? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> but where? He's from the same fucking hometown. No! Right? Then it gets. To a, then Why did you
1: think he was Irish? Oh, because we were he all was... hammered and it was loud. <laughs> That's right? Okay, and okay. Okay. he's been
2: living here for like I think 20 a years. Yeah, sexual
1: projection. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah. Like Irish boys woof. <laughs> um, and then, but then it gets so like, weirder because then it was like, well, um, so, you know, so am I. And then I'm like, well, give me a number. What's your name? Stephen. No! Oh.
1: Oh no. How does that feel? I love safe There's sex relationships. I will say, I've come across girls with my name and I'm like, 100% no. no exactly. Even if you like seem like cool. I don't want
2: to be the Stevens, right? And, yeah, yeah. But then I was like, <laughs> let's do three for three. So I'm like, what do you do? He's a fucking theater director. Oh, wow. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's
1: meant to be. Yeah.
2: Uh, or it's going to no, be I've just another car crash that. in my fucking dating life in New York. Oh my God. It's crazy. I mean, like, he'll dump me next week because they always do. Because people here are crazy.
0: Yes. Tell me more about that. Oh. What does that mean?
2: Well, in fairness to him, and maybe whatever it's the I've never been able to get past date three with anyone in New York. I think mm-hmm. that's a
0: similar experience. Yeah, like I don't know. But what does that happens. feel different I... than how it is back home?
2: Yeah. How's so? that? Like, look, London is 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 a thing on itself. But I it, like. It was really interesting, you picked up on it as well, when you said about people don't come to New York for love. I think people do in London. I think people very much go around wanting to fall in love in London. Wow. and, And there's a lot of intensity there. But then... It suddenly made sense to me when you said that. I was like, of course, everyone's here. Yeah. Like, I'm not here. Like, I came none here, here None of us are here. Yeah, none of us came to New York. To, <laughs> yeah, although I true. had this moment when I first got here where I went and sat in Times Square on my own. At, like, I got here, like, a day before all of my. Fr- I was going to meet all my friends and stuff, and I just wanted, like, this day of just, like, doing all, like, the ridiculous New york stuff. And I ended up sitting in um, Times Square at, like, 10 p.m. or something, just going, like, okay, I live here now. And then I was like... Oh, my God, my best friend is somewhere in the city, which is really exciting. But then I went, shit, maybe my boyfriend's here here as well. But then I had dread. Like, there was just, like, this dread. You
1: mean, like, a future boyfriend? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, And then a dread of Of meeting him? Well, just, like, I I think
2: it was the realization that it was, like, oh, fuck, I've got to go through all of this again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, what you were saying before, like, when you're staring down the barrel of 40... Like this takes on this whole new, like it's like jumping into all of the things that have come up, like and like with parents, you know, my parents have like now just stopped asking me. What <laughs> that, like it was just like, why can't you? Poor big. I know. It was at one point it was like, why can't you settle down? Just settle down. What is wrong with you that you can't settle down? So right. there's like this voice. And then it's there. a voice
1: that there's something wrong yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what not? is,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dating here is crazy. It's really interesting coming out of a thing and then being back in the dating world because I've had, like, two kind of major kind of quite lengthy like lengthy five, six-year relationships. And when I've come out of both of those things, the whole scene has changed in, like, a really crazy way. So yeah. it's like, I am not – I do not have the tools for this. Yeah. Um, and that's mm. the feeling that I've been getting lately, like, in this city. Like, I don't have the tools to handle what dating is here. And also all of the currency that I thought I had – you know, it's just like good humor, like I'm enthusiastic or whatever. It just gets – because I'm from, not from here, it just gets read really, really mm,
1: – like, Differently. Yeah, like wrong, mm-hmm. Like um,
2: I invited this guy. We had like – I was letting him kind of lead the um, lead the, the journey of dating because I was kind of like, I don't get – I just don't get this. I just don't understand what's going on here. So I was kind of let him set the pace. I'm aware that I'm a big personality. So he was kind of like organizing all the dates. He was leading the text conversations. He was getting – kind of intense, like you know i get the i miss you text and all this kind of shit and then the first real date i invited him to would have been like the third it would have been our third date and i got invited to like a gala opening cool. um and i thought that's a really cool thing to do when i yeah. invited him i was like there's this yeah. thing i want to do next friday do you want to come i've been invited come and be my date and he just like freaked out at me about how i was getting heavy and i'm just like what? <laughs>
1: but he was saying, I miss you. I, I
2: mean, I literally just pulled up the text message <laughs> and I'm like, dude, read. Like.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyone with any kind of smarts whatsoever, you say, you get invited to a gala, first date, 85th date, strangers. You say yes. You say that's a, yes. That's fun. This is a fucking gala yes. in New York. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Go. We're going to discredit that person. Yeah. <laughs> um. But let me ask you a question because, um, did you, what, what, what age were you when you had to come out to your family?
2: Well, I was outed when I was seventeen oh, I'm to so my entire. No, I mean it was funny. Like my yeah. aunt outed me in front of my entire family.
0: How did your aunt know?
2: Because she was in the same club that I was in the night before with her gay friends, and saw basically my very first. Really,
1: she's not gay.
2: No, no, oh. but like she works in like uh, oh. hair and beauty and stuff. Okay, so she's around a lot of gay guys. Yeah, yeah. So I was out, kind of exploring these avenues, of, uh, avenues at about seventeen or so. So and um, she basically saw me and I didn't know she was there and I was like with this guy and it was like the first time I'd ever kind of, I'd been going out to, uh, to these gay clubs for like a few weeks and just kind of like toying with it and speaking to my friends about am I bisexual, what does this mean you know I'm not going to class it, whatever um, and it was the <laughs> first time I'd ever kissed a guy in like a meaningful way basically and then we're all having like uh, Friday night dinner the next night and my aunt goes down this path of where where were you last night blah 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 blah. and i st- as, as the question as the line of questioning is going i'm like holy shit like and mm. I, I could see where this is leading and i was te- you know i'm like 17 years old i was yeah. terrified i come from like a small town in the uk so i just did not know you know this in the how it was so i yeah. just did not yeah. know how yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Be received and she had information that i didn't so i was kind of like That's not fair That's yeah, so yeah 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 and cool. anyway she did, the final question was who was the guy you were kissing and then my mum is like, Stephen, are you gay? And I, I was like, I'm 17. I, I, I don't know what I'm I
1: 17.
2: am. 17? Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. 17. Uh, and then I got really upset. And then my aunt and my other aunt were like high-fiving each other going, knew no, he was queer, blah, 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 blah. Oh. I think it was really funny. And then my grandmother exited the room, quite upset. And so my mum went after her. And then I said to my like, why, mum, why did you do that? That was really uncool. Yeah. And she was like, because I knew you would have tortured yourself. I was trying to be kind to you. And <laughs> I was like, why don't you just ask for my bite? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or, had, or had a private conversation. Yeah, why don't you that's just not... talk
2: to me about it first. Yeah,
1: not in front of an entire. Yeah, entire did
2: you team. ever? But everyone was cool.
0: Did you ever feel, though, anything that what Chloe was talking about where you had an expectation about what your life was supposed to look like, what it should look like, oh, and absolutely. then you feeling like you were not in line with what was expected with you?
2: Oh, I mean, like, even right now, like, I'm 38 years old. I I thought that by now I would, I mean, like, not married, like, I just don't, I don't believe in the institution, but I thought I would be in a long-term relationship. I'd maybe think be thinking about kids. You know, I'd be in a lot uh in a lot more stable romantic place than I am mm. yeah. um and I'm kind of and, it, and it's it's interesting because i'm kind i draw this line like like I, I'm kind of crossing this line where i don't like ultimately I know that I'm good. I'm just at where I'm at and I'm happy and life is really, really great. But then there is that nagging voice, you know, you were saying about the society stuff, there is that nagging voice in the back of my head that somewhere along the line, I failed in, in my potential or something. And, you know, then, then all of like the, the self nonsense comes in. It's like, you know, I'm a lovable. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. All of that, all of that stuff. So yeah, I mean, there was definitely, again, you know, even from, even as a queer guy from a small British town, there is, an expectation of this heteronormative idea of what you should be by the time you get into your late 30s yeah you know it's conditioned and i try to believe that i'm like this free spirit who kind of runs around the world having a bit of a laugh being a creative working in theater and film whatever but there's still that nagging conservatism there sometimes that can be a real struggle especially when you're in a new city and you're on your own and you're like why don't I have a handle on this? Totally. Yeah. I
0: really hope that, like, the next generation, I think this is definitely, as as we're coming into a culture that is starting to understand sexuality differently, I really hope that thus, this is just, like, we're the last generation of people that have to handle and deal with this, and right. that the generation after us yeah. is just going to be a little, the the path is just going to be a little easier for them. Yeah. So. I
1: feel hopeful. I yeah. feel positive about that. Optimistic, actually. Yeah. At least yeah, in... same. And just think about it. Yeah. All of this angst,
0: it feels <laughs> our art, you guys. It fuels yeah. Our art. Just write a damn play, it Steven.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Although it'd just be like me waiting for a text to be returned, like freaking <laughs> out. So I just don't know how <laughs> interesting a play that is. Oh my,
0: is. that would be a terrible play. <laughs> Do you know
2: what I mean? Like, just what's wrong? Why aren't you responding? Oh Three dots God. shit.
0: <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here and being thank vulnerable you. and open with me. I, I really enjoyed listening to your stories, and I appreciate the trust you've given me with your information um, in this crazy conversation of trying to figure out what the hell's going on in our world. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you both for being here. Thank, thank you. It's my pleasure. And uh, that's it for Hashtag Single, you guys. We will catch you next time.